Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have some enlightenment time, and since we also have some episodes already scheduled, this is going to serve a little bit like channeled guidance for some of my lovely regular listeners, the 5D mystics. That's all of the ones of you who have been tuning in since the beginning of channeled guidance, or you're here as a 5D mystic because you have been drawn to the IHP episode. We have some interesting energies about, and they are supporting those who are moving into an expanded consciousness of themselves. This group is divided into two, is how I'm going to pose it, because we have those who are successfully embracing their emotional realm, and so they're successfully embracing what it is to be a person. And that means they're moving out of their shame cycle, whether they're actively doing it by being aware of them having this unworthiness cycle, which is what shame brings, or not is uh, not actually important when it comes to those who are choosing, as I said before, to enlighten and expand consciousness. The shame cycle, I don't know it, and nor do any of the mature feminines who are in their enlightenment soul age group with the love cycle. The love cycle people are the people who don't see humanity and anything as broken. They will be used to having been told about them either being too nice or pink tainted glasses and a bunch of other words that we will always just at a certain point nod our head and kind of keep moving forward because it really isn't so but you know people insist that there must be pink tainted glasses when somebody is looking at life with a creator mindset so here's for my 5d mystics who are mature feminines there is nothing wrong with anybody and that's expanding consciousness consistently in the presence of being a self that doesn't have an identity or a human being who understands basics of history, basics of biology, like uh, one plus one equals two. I'm trying to not get into Kali mode right now. You'll hear Kali. I forget which one of the episodes she comes up. And so it's a very specific love cycle people. No one's broken. We're not here to fix anyone. We're not here to study anyone. Humanity is not a project. Uh, there is nothing. Once you die, you do know of other lives that you will have, those of us who are mystics. It doesn't mean that we're living it as if it were a actual tr truth, meaning we know the difference between a rock that I can touch and when I'm having what is astral travel and or, you know, again, the dream state for a 5D body will not be subject to what 4D people and those in the middle who think that they're anointed ones do. I respect my loved ones, which is why I don't look at them as they're telling me things because it's all in their subconscious, furthermore. Their adaptive child is leading the way and I have no intention personally of having anything to do with the adaptive children of people, especially since it won't make them hear anything. They're already in a defense mode that is caused by their own shame cycle of unworthiness that I'm not going to burst or touch or be involved in in any way, shape or form because then I would be 
considered, again, the bad guy. And again, why? Because I've done it as a kid where I would say things, ah, no, it's not true. You know, you, you get used to people apparently not knowing <laughs> that they have emotions or something. I actually laugh because I hear all of my lovely hours of education from the trauma experts, the somatic experts, and all of these people who consistently are looking at humanity with compassion and they understand that they need to be patient with people the love cycle people we just learn to shut the fuck up and we don't do it because we don't have something to say we do it because we don't want to waste our time in a what becomes an argument which was not ever meant to be an argument in the first place since we don't try to prove you're right we're just trying to have a conversation like I said, we learned the right silence a long, long, long time ago, meaning when we were very young, without even remembering why we learned it. I do know that I'm a very curious person because I still have a gazillion questions that I won't ask because people, when I was growing up, made it clear somehow that, you know, uh, somehow they made it clear that they didn't want to answer, so I just started to read and find out my, 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 by myself stuff. Long story short, love cycle people, we don't uh, fix anyone. No one needs fixing. Lo and behold, the shame cycle answers every single question I've ever had about why people can't be themselves, why they're mean to each other, why they consistently just do things that you get taught as a kid not to do. So human suffering is a shame cycle and the lovely experts that have gotten their licenses to help people in that way, they actually speak of compassion today and the people who are updated and understand, the ones who are in the now, excuse me, uh, not the rigid people who want to hold on to the past and, and, and try and create some type of competition between traditions and, and science, and it's like, okay, even your our lovely guru, thank goodness for said guru, here's one of his quotes, tradition is not about imitating previous generations, it is out about learning from their experience. When we learn from each other, we expand. People learn when they appreciate each other's differences with equanimity, meaning no one goes around telling someone else and that's the part. There's so many people that are still out there with this idea of them not actually trying to tell somebody else what to do. Anyways, I'm going to digress with that one. So I'm going to come back to our lovely enlightenment time and just share again. Love cycle people, we don't do shame. We speak from the heart. It's always with love. We are not trying to tell other life what to do, but apparently that's what ends up happening because most people have a shame cycle and I say most because I've yet to meet people who don't think of humanity as not broken of course I know plenty of 5d educators I love those people and they are awesome awesomely educated in ways that are just enriching to the heart and mind of mine and anybody who has a love cycle so Expanding consciousness. People are happy all the time. And when we're sad, it's called sadness. It's an emotion. It's not suffering. We don't sit in our temporal junction and ruminate. We would waste our time. The minute I'm repeating a thought is the minute I'm like, wait a minute, you just thought that. Move on with that one. 
So we consistently are acknowledging what, it, what would be a repeat thought and, and it doesn't actually happen. So I don't know a mental prison is what I'm trying to say. Shame cycle people, they do. And I've been very, very much explained what that looks like. And I've also witnessed people who share with me how they will have manipulated people emotionally in order to protect their heart from being broken, which is very sad. But again, my lovely divine masculine friend has made it clear that since I don't understand human suffering, and he is very nice when he explains this to me, that I can't understand what it is like to feel that you're going to die inside. And so I try to keep that hat on as I share with those of you. I don't know if you have a love cycle or shame cycle, but FYI, the difference, love cycle people, we are always the self that is ours, meaning our very straightforward human emotions. When we use our brain, we use it in an integrated mind because we are able to use our left mode, the linguistic, and our right mode. We feel these sensations, images, everything that's from our body comes forth and we feel it and we don't hide it, we don't suppress it, we don't go drinking and doing sex and getting busy and pretend. We can't pretend that our body is not feeling the emotion. We will continue to explore it until we allow a processing of it. So we're always expanding thought, emotion. And when we go through anything in life, it's always in the moment. And then we're going to process it with our intellect and with our words and not point and shame, blame, fault, or do revenge, not even close. So when we will interact with people, it will always be in a way to try the love cycle people and be authentic, transparent, and we won't Again, point a finger. We learn how not to, obviously, because we all will begin life as children. Okay, so since the regular listeners and anybody tuning in, I'm going to assume you're a person who's on a personal development journey, you're inspiring your potential, you're here for some reason. If you're a 5D mystic, you got Claire's, which is awesome. The 5D mystic loves their Claire's. We're not here, again, to fix people or fix humanity. It's actually quite insulting when we begin hearing things as adults. So I remember when I began recognizing this way of talking about feelings, this way of talking about anything, and I'm thinking, why are they always talking about it like it needs fixing? Doesn't anybody recognize the different like timelines? Is, is there anyone who doesn't realize that this is called evolution? Like, that's step by step. Why are they comparing now to yesterday? What is the use of comparing now to yesterday? It doesn't make any fucking sense. The education wasn't there. The technology wasn't there. Why are people who call themselves smart comparing now to yesterday? So in my brain, I'm thinking, I don't understand. Thank goodness for Sadhguru helping me to understand what consciousness is. And moving beyond spirituality was not hard because it's a concept, not a truth of anything. It's... Even here as a kid, I grew up with Jesus. Jesus is a man who existed. When I learned about Catholicism and Christianity, I know I was being read books. I acknowledged what was being told to me, and the essence of God never was this thing that would be uh, something I was supposed to be scared of because they can't tell me they know God. They can talk to me about their experience with a God. They can't be, and even here, when they would say, oh, we're the God, gods, yeah, okay, you keep telling me that you're that. I'm kind of like seeing that you're not God. 
you're a person so that this is a well, why are you making me think that you out of all people should have something more special than others there was no question in my mind that uh, any person is a person and that's where again the love cycle people consistently connected to this expanding consciousness will not be fooled by people that speak of stuff like that because the shame cycle people are looking at structure and hierarchy to feel that they can know what life is about okay so i'm trying to break it out we we don't ask i know what life is my name's maria i'm breathing i'm a living thing i don't need spirituality to know what life is meaning i give meaning i wake up i have my brain it's thinking there you go there's my meaning this is this i was that tiny now i'm this old this is the same thing so i have learned more information but and i'm trying to share it very specifically so that people can get it together some of us we're not in I'm, i'm neurotypical i had to study really hard my brain is not something that did anything that was successfully ooh no i read books i i i wanted to learn i was passionate i'm still passionate so love cycle people will be very grounded and down to earth the 5d mystic love cycle person will have clears the other people they they won't but they will be in specific when i see the 5d educators i'm thinking of them okay the shame cycle people right now they're going through stuff and i'm saying shame cycle people because the love cycle people we don't go through stuff we go through life so we we are okay with feeling emotions this sad emotion i'm going to be sad i want to talk i'm going to talk i'm going to uh, there's no problemo with being a person it's just very straightforward how to have a conversation even at our most immature we will be authentic again and just speak what we say and think and not be in any way shape or form trying to manipulate information even though people will love to try and and use that word with us it's always funny when when they do that cuz that moment when you tell me you think i'm manipulating okay you and i are not going to be friends cuz uh you don't trust me so there that's it go bye ciao we're not going to hang out because i'm not going to put up with it cuz i can't prove to you that i'm not and you're going to keep on accusing me of shit that ain't true and you know that's not really right so go and find someone who you think isn't manipulating you oh by the way we all manipulate did you know that people who have this way with words they have had specific experiences it's okay they can keep having those experiences we won't want to be around them to try and debate with the adaptive child who's been surrounded by people and movies and that they're still in their brain thinking that they're right about making such accusations this is where it's very straightforward what it means if you come and tell me you think that i manipulate you are talking to the person so here's where you know it's funny to me i was a kid thinking why would you be friends with me now people will say to me you're taking it too literally and to this day it was funny there's this person they actually made a joke and i knew it was a joke but i wanted to make make a i i made a serious reply so they're they actually said would you choose to ah this was what they said they said would you choose to to tell a lie that would share a smile a truth that would make someone sad or a shot of alcohol to forget all of it and i said i would choose a truth that would make someone sad and the person said why would you choose that well because a lie that would make happy is a lie 
alcohol is bad for your liver and so i would choose to share a truth because sadness is actually a very raw emotion that allows you to process trauma that's how we release our charge state is through tears and sweat and pee and so they then you know i think they were a little drunk but they're like i was making a joke i said i know you were making a joke i was being serious <laughs> and then they said okay how about i replace the alcohol with the pizza i said okay pizza yes i'll choose pizza then because i love pizza but the point is that this is what a love cycle person will look at we won't try to trick people there's no fun in tricking people we don't get it <laughs> but we we do understand when people like this person as I, I just used as an example they were like I was just making a joke and, and I said I knew you were I just chose not to play along and I wanted to say something serious so the part about how society loves to do things sometimes it still is is funny it's funny meaning um that people i thought they would grow up i'm i'm, I'm just thinking i i actually thought as a teenager that the behavior i was witnessing was of teenagers i'm 43 and now i'm realizing thank you trauma experts because they're the only ones that are helping me to be a person who can in my brain actually understand this this idea of this mental prison which I can only understand thanks to the somatics and trauma experts. I physically cannot understand it. Shame cycle people have suffering because they get locked in their temporal junction and they think of hero villain stories, inner critic, outer critic. There's imposter syndrome. There's this heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart. There's a disruption of the body feeling safe within itself because of there not being a restorative embodied self. But also, let's just say that even if there is, somehow there's this shame which is a social emotion and the identity so people i've seen people that don't realize they have a shame cycle on that note let me move into this the people who are expanding are the people who are welcoming unconditional love and they're allowing themselves to be supported by others and they're not clinging on to an identity they're not clinging on to persona and that's very beautiful so the ones who are expanding towards their enlightenment will be doing this right now the ones who are in the middle of figuring all of this stuff out, they're, they're going to get to choose if they want to expand into a higher potential as a person, intellectually, emotionally, or not. Uh, this is where there's the different soul age groups for reasons. So some, I, I would say, are going to stick to the societal one and the relationship one because that's just very straightforward. Apparently, most people stick to fear is what I'm going to spell out right now. Very straightforward. That's what shame is. It means you're afraid to be yourself. This means you're ashamed of yourself. It means you don't want to just keep being who you are. And most people don't because they don't realize that whenever they get emotionally upset, they actually haven't matured some aspect of themselves and it's very straightforward if you can be open-minded with a heart that is intrigued by differences no matter what you're surrounded by if you can have compassion for quote-unquote your worst enemy so a person who's in the enlightenment soul age group we, we don't even if i've used the word hate I, i've never felt hate I've known it as a sin, if you will, from learning about Jesus with forgive them for they do not know, but it just always felt wrong. 
I learned how to work with my words because I could feel it felt wrong. And the power of words and, you know, there's only one person I spoke words to that, in fact, I learned never to speak words like that because I was never able to and I probably will not be, but it's, you know, it's cool, meaning we, we've closed our cycle, but I, I told him I will never forgive you. And it was for something specific, but I do. I remember that is the one thing that at a certain point I recognized I wouldn't be able to, and you never know, maybe I'll get to take it back at some point, but for now I won't. However, here's the part of where one takes ownership of the stuff and then you learn. I took ownership on my own with it and I allowed me to realize because I knew why I said what I said and I didn't say it was right or wrong. It has its reasons. It was something that I don't feel is actually identifying with my values and my long-term care for the person. Now I can't take it back anymore and they will remember those words and it's not fun that, you know, so I was able to contemplate it. That's what a love cycle does. We do inner growth. We do, okay, I learned from something that I look back on and say, mm, that was not my best self because it wasn't the adult version of me because it was a hurt version of me that spoke words. They weren't hurtful words. They were accurate and they were accurate in the moment in time. But it's a not truth because there's nothing to forgive or not forgive since the past won't ever be changed. The part though... And here's where what they did teach me is something that I've seen again and again and again anyways. And so here's where it's also unnecessary to use the word in and of itself because an individual who lives based on fear, which is what a shame cycle is, no matter how many times somebody wants to tell me that you should shame people, what they don't understand is that that shame is a person who's helpless, powerless, they can't do anything. So me shaming you is not nice. This is me not supporting your expansion. It's not helping a person to grow. So there's no reason, particularly because those who live shame, they can't, meaning they can't emotionally support anyone. And usually, in fact, people will not be in the Enlightenment Soul Age group because they need to be supported emotionally by each other. Now, this is our mammalian heritage to be able and co-regulate well. Some of us, we have a love cycle. We learn to self-regulate. And what does this mean? Our love button, it's always on. It's your ventral vagal nervous system state. We will have learned again and again and again during moments of quote-unquote distress, because again, for us, emotions are not distressful. My panic attacks, they're the most uncomfortable thing of the ascension journey. That's it. Other than that, everything else can be handled. The panic attacks are horrible because every time they take place, I think I'm going to die. I like life. This is the only reason. So, oh, and obviously if I'm in a social circumstance, I'm putting everybody else on, on not ease. So that makes it uncomfortable for me because I got people who are uncomfortable around me and I am in a minute where my body is feeling quite, you know, off and my brain's thinking I'm going to die. I'm being specific because see, this is where I'm not upset at the panic attacks. <laughs> no way. I'll never forget that one woman. I'm explaining to her after having learned about panic attacks, how to work with it, and she's getting pissed at me, which let me again take steps back. Thank you, somatic experts. All of this pissiness are people in their adaptive child transference. I knew it was unconscious. I, I had been telling my 40 friends, mm, they don't know shit. They don't know shit. They don't, I didn't realize that what they don't know is their emotions are taking over their two-year-old. 
I was a teenager and I recognized it. Then I got older and I still recognized it. And with the ascension stuff, I continued to recognize that people were completely oblivious to themselves. Now I know what it is. It's implicit memory. It's your nervous system. It's all this stuff from the brainstem. <laughs> now I can explain it. And really what it is, is I can know how to immediately disengage, 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 because I really don't have any interest in it at all. Because particularly the people that are in adaptive children. So here, let me talk about the other group. Yeah, the other group, man, they think they're fixing everyone. Oh my gosh, they're all over that one. So you know what I find disrespectful as a 5D mystic is somebody who wastes my time because they actually already know what they're going to do, what they believe and think, and they involve me in a situation by asking consultation. Why is it a waste of time? Because you've already decided what the future is. Why are you asking consultation from a tarot reader when you already have it figured out? And then, not to mention, you have plans, you're doing things. And so you actively pursue your answers and you've used my time, which has to be done in a certain way in order for me to consult and to connect. And, you know, so here's where, why, again, waste of time because the person already made up their mind of the situation. They don't need anything not to mention their subjective idea of them being the uh, good guy or gal of the situation. And so furthermore, again, there's your adaptive child. Let me prove that I'm right. Let me control the person. Let me control the situation. Let me make it all about me or them. Or It is a manipulative moment and tactic, and, and, and it's so wrong but it's so not one person. There's like, I don't even know how many I could count on my fingers of these, these people. These people who consistently live in shame and consistently do not know how to bring love to their picture, but consistently apparently think they're fixing each other. And here's the adult version of a person who will not say something insulting to a human being who is a child because that would be mean and it would be emotionless and it would be harsh and it would be unnecessary and it would be most of all not supportive and that's not again what people that you will embrace in your circle and or just in general back to the part about hate so love cycle person will not be able to have certain ways when it comes to our surroundings. No matter what will take place, there's this, it's like a pull, and it isn't God. God doesn't exist. What exists is this field of consciousness. Let me be clear right now. Enlightenment Soul Age Group, I'm spelling it out. Physics, I'm describing you to feelings that are nudges because those of us who are expanding consciousness, we will be able to pick up on each other. We're all energy. We're big, lovely energy of nervous systems. So there's something within the body of a person who's a somatic empath, and there's the ability to just sense that there's a need for space. It's automatic. It's like you get pulled back so that you have a minute to yourself in your body, and then you have this time to just sit with it. And it's a fraction of seconds, but it literally will prevent a person from locking up their heart, which is what instead all the other shame cycle people do, 
and then pretending like it didn't just happen, okay? Which is why Kali Shiva and then Krishna Lila comes on board and we just have this way of naturally recalibrating because if we didn't, we, would, we wouldn't, and there's actually, that, that, that's not even necessary. People choose to stay in suffering because they don't actually choose love. And we will hold our tongue immediately. It's just something you do, and you don't care about it. You don't care about exploring their, their manipulative energy because it's theirs, and it's from their wounds, and they're choosing to disregard their wounds, and they're choosing to use their words and their actions and all of it in various ways. And so let me again take steps back. That, that group, that group. We all will have a group like that. What I can say to you is that it's disrespectful. I will use that word again. It's disrespectful of the time of a human being, but it is something that will be understandable because those who cannot handle their emotions will not be able to handle their manipulative selves. They will not be able to relate to another human being nor think of another human being. Therefore, they will not care about the fact of what they're asking, what they're doing, and that they're using someone's time without the need of it since they've already decided their future. I open and close my parentheses, and so those people will consistently stay in their 4D lane as light workers, lighthouses, light whatevers, with the dark forces of evil, and keep thinking that they know everything, and we will wish them consistently Anytime we'll realize how they're manipulating situations, <laughs> we'll keep Kali in, in check. And this is because we're not, again, going to go and uh, poke at what is something that revolves around their own feelings of unworthiness, defectiveness, shame, their idea that they're saving someone. So their complete disrespect towards another person, towards life, a lot of different aspects where Expanding consciousness does not appreciate when people think that they need to do some other person's job. This is, I'm, I'm, I've learned, I'm, see, I, I'm, I'm learning to keep Shiva here. Have, have my lovely regular listeners notice? Because I just noticed right now. It happens very few. We have few things, and here's the deal. Mm, some, some of our oversoul pieces, we actually will acknowledge they will have been sent to us. As Sadhguru points out, to keep us expanding. Oh, are we going to keep expanding? They're, 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 they're the ones who get to poke us from time to time because we're like, oh shit, I forgot about this one. You know, in ways of, oh, that's right. That's, this is their pattern. I had forgotten their pattern. Let me recalibrate again. Oh, there you go. Now I'm allocating the pattern. And <laughs> that's where, so when we recalibrate, it's just being able to remember that some people, because they don't expand, they just become more of those patterns. And so they will um, solidify the way that they use time of each other and stuff like that. And it's, it's because we are always expanding, we don't really take note of those who are or aren't from our oversoul. And we're reminded from time to time, again, of where they are at. And, and it's something that you learn to take very very straightforward the energies around are a lot for people okay so this is normal for those loved ones to also want to be supported 
the waste is for us because we will see that the adaptive child has decided that they know everything and they're really just trying to prove points so they they didn't need they don't need to consult with anyone they just need to keep following whatever their gut is telling them because they've already made up their mind and instead what people do try to do because shame is a again social emotion and remember some of those lovely individuals who stay within these realms of lower or higher toroidal field but in the relationship they want each other's approval they want each other's support they want to be right they want to uh, compare notes and the individuals who are in the enlightenment soul age group we don't care about the notes of other people's lives we love to share life with each other but we don't like to be in what is basically like a soap opera okay because really we're not enjoying when people don't treat each other with a level of unconditional love mm, and and so we we're we we will not like to be put again around it's not intellectually intriguing and emotionally speaking not interesting either because we will have to learn to shut the fuck up and disengage from speaking something because we're in the presence of what are all adaptive children who will be in retaliation the minute you say something that tries to say hey what are you doing they will send you all their proof and you're like okay i, I thank you so anyways some people are there and it's not funny they're actually quite um yeah it's not funny i laugh because i i laugh for other reasons but not because it's funny um it's very very uh to me personally it's kind of a pity or more than just kind of to see people squander their their intellectual power that way but some people are not interested in intellect they're interested in drama land because this is the part of where um, as the trauma experts have taught me there are those who get used to activating their nervous systems in these ways because they will have unresolved trauma their codependent relationships and their cycles the shame inner critic outer critic denying through drugs addictions sex food but they can also be patterns of behavior between people and then withdrawing really just people create their little communes what and whatnot so it can be a couple it can be a triad it can be whatever you want and you'll see it very clearly from far away for the enlightenment so age will see it we won't say good bad again we'll just see it it's when they want to involve us but like I said, very few times, and it's exceptions. There's only a handful of people that I actually personally have in my life, and that's where once I'm reminded, I'm like, ah, let's recalibrate, you're reminded, and and then I, I know how to handle moving forward so that I can disengage from from aspects that, uh, it doesn't mean not supporting, let me be clear, but it's other stuff so back to our topic food for thought anyone who has questions on how to recalibrate let me know we'll do an episode on it it's very easy it's all in your mind and that's it that they're not ever involved you recalibrate by knowing how to allocate the time how to allocate the words and really what it is to remember they already have the answers they're actually not asking you a question that's it that's all you need to know so you don't even use your brain anymore you don't use your time at all because they already know what they want to know 
So really what you understand is they don't need support. They're just wanting to involve you in something that has no need for you. But back to the belonging people, because people who have shame cycles, they do co-regulate and they need that co-regulation. They want to belong. They want to feel loved. They need their clan to say, oh, come here, let me hug you, let me, this, okay, this, I'm, I'm going to be serious here because this is the part of why we do it, but we recalibrate. We recalibrate so that we may disengage from being in a pissy mood when we're called upon to support our loved ones who are consistently basically in a manipulative situation, which we will not condemn, condone, or whatever. We will just be like, okay, uh, how do we fit in your puzzle of misery here? Okay, in our brain, though. <laughs> this is where my divine masculine friend comes to mind. Oh, But he has people in his life that he also has to this is the part sometimes and it's a has to because of those unspoken rules of our lovely families of origin we all have that and so the ones of us who can we actually do care we will not subtract our emotional love because we're trying to be you know uh what's the word stingy with our time we're gonna give our time we won't be stingy okay see this is what i was trying to say we got this pull back and it's like okay come on recalibrate you can make room for it it's okay it ain't the end of the world it's just the same person again doing the same shit again just you know again <laughs> long story short when um people get into vicious cycles their actual nervous system gets used to it so this is the way they feel alive it is a little bit like Dr. Joe Dispenza who says this comment in one of his webinars about people not knowing how to disengage from these emotions, but it's also not that straightforward. When you actually want to help yourself get out of a shame cycle, seriously, here's where that's uh, beautiful when people work with someone or they realize, wow, I can help my body to move into a consistent ventral vagal state. I can help my mind move into an integrated state. I can move my body into a restorative embodied state. The Enlightenment Soul Age person, if they're from a love cycle, they've always had an integrated mind and a restorative embodied self. If they're from the shame cycle, they will lead themselves to an integrated mind and a restorative embodied self. There's a person who sits and stands and can only be in compassion. The difference, the shame cycle person might have more regrets because they will have done things that they will look to the past on. And that's only because they will not have been their functional adult their entire life. That's all. But as soon as the person who moves out of their shame cycle, and this is for only the Enlightenment Soul Age group people, let me specify, because the other Soul Age groups, there's a shame cycle even if there's love. And we'll talk about that in some other episode, not this one, but and why I share this. And remember, this is food for thought. I'm not creating lists of items that need to be used as categories. That's not what we do here. Uh, don't, in fact, ever, if you will, if you're a new listener, I, I will today say A, tomorrow B, next year C. And <laughs> here's where I have no plans of changing any of that. Never have, never will. It's always food for thought for your inner growth, not mine for you to be yourself, not me, and I'm just someone who's sharing a 5DC in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group voice perspective. And yes, the education is here, but it's to support people who want to take their life into their own hands, be their own mouth, be their own heart. It's not for the people who want 
someone to tell them what to do in life, not even close. In fact, those people will not be interested in any way, shape, or form because I don't give them any answers like that. I will probably trigger, if anything, what they are not getting. So the people that have these cycles, they get addicted to these situations. And uh, it's sad to say how some of them actually do somatic sensory motor trauma hours. I've, I've met people in my courses and they also are mystics. So the people in holistic metaphysics as a terrorism. When it comes to spirituality, my only person is Sadhguru and he is a guru. So I will not always agree with everything, but I know he is here to support a conscious planet and all of the spirituality soul age group people. And that's where I understand this, and I love that I get to be here, and maybe one day I'll get to meet him if, if you know, I do. But meantime, uh, his role and those who are in the spirituality soul age group, I understand because of where we're headed in the future is what I, I've shared with you more than once. So it, it is when energy, let me break this one down. Those who are 5D mystics, this is for you energy you think of the cosmos okay so use physics please don't use any belief system use physics and the fact that we know they say energy doesn't get destroyed okay we know that the last star will go out and the entire universe will go dark i know this to be a fact unless the science people something happens and i'm serious when i'm speaking these words which is why that energy that I talk about, it is a field of intelligence. It's not an entity. It's not going to whip you or do any... No, there isn't this, uh, this, this idea of sacrifice. No, there's not. At best, there's a uh, mass equation, you know, negative, positive. There can be, but even that, I'm still very... Um, my, my idea is I don't know enough about physics in the chemistry way and the quantum way so i'm not going to speak there yet but my hunch is that if there's anything that is in this gauge of whatever it's the mass and it would equal a mathematical equation that some physicist could explain to me so it still wouldn't be a sacrifice it would be something that is related to how chemistry works how energy works as something that is always in constant transformation having said that we're all stars that end up in stars and yada yada, dust, whatnot. So it makes sense that our lovely planet for this 5D spectrum we're in right now and where we are moving, which is science, is going to explain at some point or another what, how the Big Bang happened. And religion and spirituality as a whole will cease to be the answer to how life began. We already know how life ends. Now, put to the side the people who only believe in their religion or spirituality. I am talking as a 5D and beyond mystic, as I just said. And I don't even need the word mystic. I'm a human being who knows physics a little bit and have heard what they said. And I know it's a fact because I do believe in the science since it's been proven empirically. Okay, there's things that are proven. And I don't need to live in some other realm with that being said, and being a mystic, and knowing intuitively speaking, energy, oneness becomes separate into to experience itself. 
the Big Bang, the way they explain what happens is something similar. So it was a concentrated energy and I think it like blows out into pieces, something like that. So if we are moving into darkness, as they say we are, because all the stars and the galaxies are distancing themselves, so they won't be able to have this beautiful rainbow of interacting. It only makes sense that we're going to become darkness and maybe there will be light again we don't know it doesn't matter we won't be here point is the soul age group of spirituality will cease to exist not because spirituality will not be here but because science will accompany it and so in time not this generation we don't know how many generations from now in time spirituality and anything conceptually related to religion will become like the mythological greek gods and or the roman gods when I've shared this with my lovely mother, she says, but they're not the same. She's using her left brain. I explained it again. I said, what I'm trying to say is that life, the way we are born, the way we will die, all of it, everything, everything, science can give us an explanation. This doesn't mean the ancients were wrong or their tradition. No, none of that. No, but science will be able to give you even more explanation. They'll be able to expand. It's like with the Palo Santo. There's some, I forget what it is about the Palo Santo. It has properties that help to clear the air. Now remember, they also talk about the mind, information, consciousness. Again, we create. Here's why we are this energy. And right now, people who are in 4D plane, and I'm going to use the one who, quote-unquote, wasted my time. But see, it's never a waste of time because there's always food for thought that can be made from stories which will support my 5D mystics. As they return to me with confirmation that everything that was shared is actually what they had already thought of, what is happening, what, did, what, what happened. So basically, <laughs> I gave them answers of things that took place as well as things that they had already assumed. And where energy flows... Where thought flows, energy flows. Again, this is where it's, it's very straightforward. No need to actually keep moving with this specific thought process that I'm sharing with you at this time. People who move out of their shame cycle, they move into depending on what's next for them. If they want enlightenment soul age group, then they will move into their infinite higher human consciousness potential. So they move into state of being a person who can unconditionally love other people, who is busy with their job, is busy with their loved ones, is busy doing what we all do every day, and that would be to look to leave this lovely planet one, one more day, you know, better than it was yesterday. And we come together with arms. And the people who are going through rough stuff um, emotionally, there, there's... Uh, a time for everything. And they're the second waivers, third waivers. So it's something that is not, um, there are no words for me when I, when I know people are going through anything. So even the waste of time people, I am sorry that they're going through sadness and turmoil. And that's something though that I know they can get out of. And so I'm happy for the people who move out of their suffering. I'm not intrigued by those who stick to their suffering. I will support, obviously, with somatic sensory motor trauma, expertise, the hours that I have, all of that. My 4D community keeps getting a head full of it. They don't get the um, other stuff. 
the other stuff they don't need because now finally they're following their own astrology so they already know stuff that i used to share with them and the part about the somatics is important because they're more into holistic and meditation and yoga and i explain to them why this is helpful and then i also share about patterns and related to karma so that they can you know figure out the best way to move in directions if they want typically they don't but that's something that might you know move into directions that will create eventually relationships that they can build and so here's what we got going on the ones of you who are expanding it means that you are growing every day more Krishna Lila so you're more curious about people you're more curious about life you want to hug people, not a tree. You want to walk with people. You want to invest your time in helping to support those who are in need. And uh, you're also enjoying your relationships, functional adult relationships. And then for the people who are sticking to their patterns and their identity, they're going to be fine. They're just going to go through what they call life, ups and downs. The spirituality soul age group, they are very enriched with Sadhguru and doing activities that are helping the planet and themselves. So this is something beautiful. We have, I think it's another, no, I think today actually closes these, these 10 days of some galactic portal or something like that. So that's why uh, a lot of events have taken place for all of you, my 5D mystics, the past week. The ones of you who might not be considered mystics because you don't have clairs, you still probably will have been going through a type of exploration from your heart and your mind, and you will have looked into that. My hope, obviously, is that if you're tuning into enlightenment, that means that you are enlightening so that you are growing enriched. This means your love for life is grown. If that's not the case, I'm not here to say it's good or bad. I'm here to say that means you're not engaging in your ventral vagal nervous system state. You're not using your mind in a way to value weight with integration and with equanimity and with empowerment, your thoughts and your emotions. I understand. I'm a human too. <laughs> what I understand is that only through your own thought processes can you allow yourself to bring the emotion of equanimity. Neutrality is the lamp that will allow you to be your observer, witness, and narrator. It will allow you to move out of a shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic, denying, so suppressing, and then withdrawing. Only if you can have an adult conversation with yourself and know that if there are emotions that get charged, that's the charge states, those are your adaptive children, meaning areas that you have yet to bring into emotional security from within you. And the attachment theory, as stated, thank you, Daniel Siegel, when people are able to make sense of the very difficult things that happen to them, they will not have unresolved trauma, they will not pass down to, they will not pass transgenerational trauma, if you make sense of the difficult things that happen to you, this is mind and emotions, not just one, and you work and you bring forgiveness, so you allow yourself to know that nothing from yesterday ever, ever changes. And so that's why you work with the actual emotion, but you don't ruminate. The rumination is in the temporal junction, so shame, blame, fault, revenge. Those are critics. Those are not inner growth. Those are not expansion. Again, if there's emotions that are deep, you're being given the opportunity to put into practice your actual human nervous system state, the ventral vagal one, and your brain, 
and to contemplate. We do like to co-regulate. That's our nature, so not to be isolated. And that's great if you have loved ones who are supportive, like even the ones who come to me. And again, when I say waste my time, it's because they already know what they want, but they don't waste my time. Of course, I'm happy to share time with my loved ones. And anyone who needs support, it's the part about how they're disregarding the fact that they're treating another human being or a group of people. So it's the part of them disrespecting other areas that gets, and the time, because they don't really need anything. They just want someone to participate right here. They want to co-regulate their situation with someone that they feel can understand, keep them safe. So it's a journey of a species, evolution and compassion and enlightenment. Our relationships are what give us the growing experiences. So you can be your own secure space if your body and your mind are loving and then your loved ones as well. And if you don't feel that they understand you, this is called misattunement. You can share that with them. It doesn't mean they will understand you, but you get to choose if you want to be the functional adult in your relationships or not. And if you do, then that means you understand that if somebody has an adaptive child, you're not going to impose that they listen to you the way you want to be listened to. Because if you do, you're an adaptive child like they are. You're disregarding that they cannot. People will show you if they want to hear your emotions and your thoughts. And that means if they respect you and they allow you to talk and then they support and comfort you. And that's because they will link and join, not try to tell you what you're thinking or feeling or shut you up or talk you down or yada, yada, yada. So if someone doesn't help make you feel supported if you're the functional adult if you want to consider yourself enlightened if you will at the very least not the enlightenment soul age group enlightened meaning functional adult love language then what you will note as soon as someone gives you any misattunement okay that's very good to note and you try to recalibrate because what you have just met is their adaptive child and this is from a person who will share with you again and again and again. I'm a 5D mystic. Of this, I have no shadow of a doubt from all of my lovely experiences. The Enlightenment Soul Age Group is fucking awesome. And I have a love cycle. And what I can tell you a shame cycle does is the adaptive child again and again and again. You're not going to plant any seed, even though you may think you can. You might. Ah, your hands are tied. You ain't another piece of consciousness because you're not that other person's body. You're not their personality. You're not their child self. You're not anything to do with them. They are their own person. They were in the belly of another human being. You know, they, there's that. All of these things. So you do not own the body and the mind of another human being. It's very straightforward. To me, those who, again, are enlightened in any way, shape, or form will understand this very easy breakdown if you want to. You don't have to. Those who still believe in evil and the devil, they don't know about somatic sensory motor or, excuse me, they don't believe in it like some people don't believe in Reiki because energy therapy. Who knew? It works. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I still get the whole, oh, distance healing. No, but it's different. No, it's not. You're <laughs> but oh, I'm going to leave it alone. I'll leave it alone, you know. Again, some people want to expand to their infinite higher human consciousness potential. Some people don't. It's okay. I get it. 
I get when people don't. It's called adaptive children. And they need to have structure because otherwise they will be lost. And that's actually something, mentally speaking, they don't accept Shiva in any way, shape, or form. They will not be aware of it. They will tell me or others, no, no, I accept the darkness. I know everything about it. The minute you actually go a little bit deeper, which we don't, we don't do that, and we don't do it at all. We actually automatically know. So long story short, if you meet an adaptive child, if you do think that you're an adult, then you will allow yourself to understand that emotionally and mentally a person who will not attune to you is a person that you will continue to love and that you can recalibrate. Why? Because you can love and you don't need them to listen to you. You are sharing and you share because you can and want to. The no attachment is the beautiful part about our lovely functional adult relationships. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences. Call in or leave a message. Have a great day.